What's up, what's up? We're live from day four. Right here in the podcast with Memo and Steve-O. On this beautiful evening right here in Mil Palmas with this so, nice, gente. cool breeze. How y'all doing? We're going to start spitting some some theories, conspiracy theories again. I guess that's what our show could be about a lot, Steve, because that's how we talk about a lot of what's on the news. And especially yeah. right now with uh, Steve Padlock, uh, the shooter in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. that um, I think that's what we basically get going. And right now that's one of the biggest um, topics. And then we also got the taking of the knee. For the flag. Oh, the kneeling. Yeah, the kneeling. Take a knee, take yeah. a knee, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's one of the biggest issues right now. And then another big issue, what's out there in the main media is um, Trump. You know, you got Trump, all the haters of Trump and lovers, <laughs> haters and lovers. Yeah. So. Well, before we dig in, how, how was your weekend? Pretty chill? I did. My, my weekend was real chill. Thank you for asking. Um. I don't think the audience really cares how my 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 weekend was, but thank you. But I do. For, I know. Okay. I know you do. So thank you for for, for caring. Um, pretty much, just stayed home, uh, just doing things here around the house and uh, spending time with the family, family activities. Uh, just that. Just a lot of you know, cleaning the cars. Basically, I think what every normal American does here, and you know, get up in the morning, clean their yard, and uh, wash their cars. You know, and uh, mm-hmm. eat breakfast, spend time with your family the weekend, and you know, and do the do the chores, and then um, you know, shop. You know, go and get your groceries. Whatever a great American does here in this country, you know, that's what <laughs> that's what I did, Steve. You know, that's cool, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. if you're a great American, make sure you do that every you know Saturday and then Sunday. You know, like every great American, go to church. You know, get down on my knees, ask for forgiveness for my sins, for being a big perro. You know, <laughs> um, what else? You know, for for yelling. You know, for for being too tight with my feria, my kids, no, no palos dulces, no, no hay palos dulces. You got to work for it like I did, you know, go out there, throw the newspaper, cut the grass, you know, you know, like a regular campesino. So, let's see, uh, Saturday, just chill at the house. Yesterday, I took my mom to go eat breakfast and then took her to the mall. She was looking for uh, this one cologne, uh, perfume called Joe Malone, but I guess it's exclusive. You can only get it in El Paseo because they're at the mall. Can't be, can't have El Paseo, cabrón. Yeah. Shit, moving on up, Steve. I didn't know you had it like that, Dougie. And, uh, que la pinche Walmart en El Paseo, <laughs> and I looked at my mom, asked me to look on the phone to see how much they are online. I checked it, it was like 135 for uh, like a ball like that. Not the small ones, but like the medium sized ones. Mm-hmm. 135. Yeah, about 135. Only at El Paseo, nowhere else. And I showed my mom on the floor. She's like, nah, chat. Hey, wait, you didn't even have a coupon for that shit? Not even, dude. Damn, dude. Si quiero pinche coupon, wey. Ta la verga, estos precios. Later on that night, I fucking Junior hits me up to go kick it with him. And I was there for like a few hours, fucking blazing it. Just fucking chilling. He's right there, you know, trying to like relax, but. It's a niño, it's a little morrillo, dude. Damn, man, he's a helpful, bro. Con morrito. Hijo de, de su novia. Hijo oh. de su, a little, a little big boy, man. Mm-hmm. Con oh, my tiene? gosh, dude. El, they call him Chapo. El Chapo, he's fucking <laughs> digging tunnels or what? Pinche morrito digging tunnels in the house <laughs> or what? Oh, my God, dude. There's not one moment where he won't chill, bro. How old is he? Oh, well, he's a baby, dude. You know, it's like one. Ah, he's only one way, pues. pues, maybe está cagado y le da rasquera en el culo y anda ahí going everywhere because he has to move those butt cheeks para que no se le arroce. <laughs> but he tests your, your patience, bro, man. He really, 
to the max, dude. But I mean, he's a baby, so that's why I don't really want to, you know, get get on him, you know, like all crazy because he's a little kid. So nah, I don't care what kind of baby. There, if you're misbehaving, I don't care if you're one, two years old. You're doing something you shouldn't be doing. You have every right as an individual saying, "Hey, stop that." You tell them nicely, no, no. You tell them you warn them. If they don't, hey, get the And not pick them up, move them. Come on, you have every right to tell a kid for their own safety and your safety that they could hurt themselves or you don't do that. You know, you got to teach them how to be, how to be uh, disciplined. Oh, good, good citizens. Okay. Treat, treat others the way you want to be treated. It's it's your duty as as a as a grown up. As you're an elder. And you see something that's going wrong as an elder in your community, especially if it's your family, it's your environment that you're in, you have every right to say, hey, for his safety, I said, hey, don't do that. I don't want him to get hurt. Now, the parent intercedes and says, hey, I don't care. Let him do whatever he wants. Oh, go ahead, shit. And if it's bugging me, I walk out. Mm-hmm. I say, now you know what? I'll be around your kid. Your kid's disrespectful, doesn't know how to behave in this very uncomfortable environment setting that I'm in. You have every right. It's not like in the old days, uh, you know, seniors are portando un chingazo. You know, you don't have to go there now by all means necessary. I don't agree in, in spanking your kids and hitting them, but by all means necessary. If you have to, fucking light them up. You know, mm-hmm. if you tried everything and you know what? <sighs> fuck. CBS take his ass because some kids can fuck, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Some, some kids, dude, son cabrones y los parents don't give a fuck. They don't think they have to touch their kids, discipline them. And I'm just saying, you know, I, I get it, parents who don't hit their, their kids. Great. Awesome. Don't. If you know how to control them verbally and you get them well-trained, it's like some dogs, dude. Some dogs don't listen. And you're like, I try to train them. Even the best of the best trainers, dude. Al rato sale un video that the best dog trainers are fucking hitting the dogs, dude. Hey, you're human. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Crazy, bro. You got to know how to be... You gotta, when you know when you're right, dude. When you're control of the show and you're feeding, you're taking care, and you're looking for its well-being. If the person you love, you're not trying to kill that kid, and you want a little swat. Vamos, cabrón. Aprende, hijo su pinche puta madre. Chinga, pinche escuincleo, morrio, diablio, mocosio. Tombarrado de caca y al tras la pamper. Quebrando every little thing she sees, putting their hands up on the little babies. Nah, dude, hey, dude. You know. Dude, my dad used to fucking light me the shit up. You know, so to me, it's like, I don't know why I was going to hit shit, but, but back then, that's how it was, dude. Fucking Coscorones, the Flying Chucky, La Matamosca, La Varia. You know, anything was a tool to discipline your kid back in those days, if you had a yeah. good imagination. Mm-hmm. But, um, mm, no, fuck that, dude. You know, uh, to me, I'm all about peace and love, but I also know that war exists. You know, and that's... And that's, I think, one of, one of the things that I want to focus on, on on this podcast, that no matter where, no one is perfect in this world, and no one is holy in, in this world, but there is holy things. You know, there's things that people do very holy. You know, when a father saves a life or a kid saves his father's life, I think that to me is like you put your thing for a dog, for an animal, you do holy acts. You can't. But you're also human and you can mess things up, you know. that That's a given. Right. But that's that's what I always try to focus. Focus on the positive. Don't try to look at the negative. I always try to see how you can better yourself as an individual. You know, and that's that's what I believe in. You know. But uh, también at the same time, I anda pisteando el carro, no que muy muy santito. You know. Y anda se poniendo ese pedo y ahí fumando la pipa de la paz. Pisen la cara, un pinche hippie. La verga. Pinche panzón. I'm saying, 
So oh, yeah. I, I checked out uh, the videos that you posted on Facebook this week, and one with uh, with Joe Rogan. Yeah, uh, the one on what marijuana? No, 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 no. Where he's talking about how the people think that the government is doing the right thing, that it's bo- all bullshit. Yep, Joe Rogan, my boy. I'm a big fan of his, and uh, you know, I wasn't—I'm re- not really a fan of a lot of things. I'm not not of a book, sports, boxing, MMA, but like, what really inspires me when you have people like this, like that you connect with, and this—and this is what I'm saying, like, you know, that's true to you. Not to everybody, Joe Rogan's true. There's a lot of people that say Joe Rogan's a fucking idiot. He's a douchebag. I'm pretty sure he is. He could be a douchebag. So can I. Right. Anybody could be a douchebag. But ultimately, I wouldn't want to be like that with him. And, and I think he's a great person. But I'm pretty sure, you know, kick your ass or whatever. But that's not that type of person he is, dude. He's a very caring, loving person. But at the same time, don't fucking corner a dog because you'll see the beast in him. You know, and I don't care who it is. Because when it came to your beliefs, what you really believe in, and like you protecting your family or whatever, it's like, hey, man, you ain't coming at me and my family. Let's go. I don't care how big you are. I don't care you the world, you know. Mm-hmm. When it comes to something you truly love, you set yourself you know, your life, like you hear some of these uh, people out in Las Vegas, you know, um, get a, a girl through over, over her son or, and then, um, or también a, a guy threw himself over his wife, like stuff like that, like just people that just react purely like, nah, I don't want you to get nothing happened to you. You know, my wife's a big trip out, isn't that girl's like a big bear, you know, protects his cubs, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm, 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 that's what I love about my girl that I do, that she protects her cubs and any woman out there that respect. That I, you know, I respect if you take good care of your babies and your cubs, but you also discipline them, teach them right, you know. Try to create this perfect human being as best as you can. Well, that's what we should all be striving for, not fucking get into, oh, they're fucking kneeling down, they're not saluting the flag, disrespecting America. You know what, fucker? Don't get all crazy. Mm-hmm. Both sides. Not even the ones that say, oh, you know, the ones that are taking the knee too. Don't get all crazy. Hey, you know, it's not right. That's what I want. But I'm not hurting nobody. I'm taking a knee. Like, honorably, is like, he's taking a knee, damn it. Yeah. Oh, I respect to, look, I respect peace. the flag as much as you. I stand up. I salute the flag. I pledge allegiance. It's something, when I was little, I was taught to me. It was taught to me. But just because it's taught to me and you have something you value more, which is not that you're disrespecting the flag. You're not, you're not saying that. Oh, I'm taking a knee. We're doing the national anthem and you're, and you're taking a knee for what? To bring awareness because you're looking at me. That's what he's saying. You're looking at me. Mad or not. He knows that. He knows right. he's going to be hated. And then he knows he knows there's people that are going to understand him. And I get what he's saying. I get what he's saying. And right. I'm not going to get, oh, because this is this too about cops. You know, like cops shooting blacks and, you know, shit like that. Or, you know, arms don't shoot, you know, whatever. But he's more saying more than just that. You know, okay, whatever it's the black thing. To me, it's not even about the black thing. It's about if you feel your rights have been violated. If that's what he's taking a knee for because of their rights, yeah, it's they're black. A large number of them getting shot. And I'm not, I am judging them because I'm not going to say I'm not. I am judging them and I am probably wrong or I am right. I don't know, but I don't mean it in a bad way, but whatever you want to call it because this is like saying they're going to make a shit out of it. People could take it good or bad. They might not like who I am or my, my opinion is. That's all it is, an opinion. And I'm not going to get all crazy now this is the this is a conversation everybody's going home to talking about. You know, everybody you can relate to everybody. Well, what's your opinion on this? And then you start talking to your neighbor and then well your neighbor thinks like this and you separate. Right. 
if that's the level of you, you're thinking because, like, you know, I got friends that are Trump supporters. Right. I got friends that are Same cops. Here, yeah. I got friends that are cops. I got friends that kneel. That kneel. I mean, if I felt like it, if that moment called for me to take a knee, I'll probably take a knee if I really felt it. But that's not me. So I respect him for what he's doing. So it's up to you to think, like, okay, am I going to take a knee? You know, this is a situation, environment where I got to take a knee. Are you been put there taking a knee? Okay, then. Remember you, how you get the whole masses get you, like in the Bernie Sanders rally? You're like, yeah, yeah free college tuition. Da, da, da. We're programmed to do that, yeah. Yeah, why didn't he win if he was selling you a good story? Because there's people that don't think like that. Right. You know, and there's not a large group to support him to get to that. One thing that did happen was like gay marriage, bro, you know? People are getting married. And, and I'm, I, look, marriage is between. A guy and a girl, right? And this is our, look. I love gay people, whatever. Then they're gonna, but that's marriage to me, because mm-hmm. that's the worst definition. That's all it was, marriage back then. So now it's like you got opposite sex wanting marriage, but is it marriage? Because marriage was defined back then. Just, just, but that's fine. They want to call okay marriage now between a, a woman and a wife. They share and love each other. It's the same story, but marriage is also about producing family. You know, that all came with the definition of marriage, why you married. But now it's not like, it's not to family, reproduce yeah. family, not to have family. Mm. So is that, you're already taking one of the key words that makes marriage, you know. But I, I don't care. Like, hey, we all want to get married. Yeah. To me, casense, los bendigo y todo. If, if you know what? I'm not going to argue with a person about that. If they want to get married, hey, let them get married. You know why? Mm. They want to love each other. And that's what they want to define that word. They want to make the new meaning of marriage. They're creating it now. They're, they're creating a new meaning to it now. Sure. They're adding it means also a man and a woman. A woman and a woman now. They created that. Not me, because I'm not gay. Those who are gay are doing it, and they're living and experiencing that. And I'm okay with that. I'm not going to get into shits about that. Oh, you're affecting my God, my religion. Oh, my... I'm not, dude. I'm not going to pick the fight. I know people that are gay, that if they love each other, I'm cool with them. They're fun. They're showing love, respect. Right. They'll buy by... You know, there's some laws that you have that I don't agree with, but that's okay. And there's some that I do, a lot of them that I do. But, but like I said, that's um. Until I'm tested in what environment that you force these people to think like you. Yeah, true. And then uh, it, it go and it brings up the that video of Jesse Ventura with that interview mm-hmm. where he's talking about uh, you know about how people are getting all worked up about players kneeling he, and he talks about the concept of nationalism as opposed to patriotism I don't know if you if you remember that that, that's, that aspect of his interview that's like Nazi Hitler you're yeah and it, it's and it's, nationalism it brought up a good point too because it's I'm down for the flag the red the the blue the chinkas <laughs> that's <laughs> nationalism it is true because, like he said, it's pretty much what you're saying. That he, that we, we're all programmed to salute the flag, and respect the. I mean, support, respect the national anthem, respect the flag. He's like, he pretty much said what you're saying. That dude, we're how we are we saluting the material? The flag is the material. Is that I salute for what it stands for? What the flag stands right. for? Freedom. Not what not the but what's flag the first amendment? It represents the what our our constitution. Mm-hmm. Freedom. What's yeah. the First Amendment? Freedom of expression, freedom of speech, freedom of religion. 
And that's what they're pumping in these people's faces. The media's pumping what they're saying, what they believe in. And now it's making it a subject for us to talk about amongst each other in society. If that story wasn't embedded into our phones or into the TV, that probably wouldn't even be going on, bro. We wouldn't even be all about that. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the dangers with media and technology that you could quickly feel what the world's feeling and you're kind of becoming like God. Knowing everything, the amount of information that goes into your head now is more extreme than ever before. Most of your invention before, if you go back to time, I'd say people would enjoy nature, the outdoors more. But yet, you could go back to ancient civilizations. Uh, you know, so we're in 20. We're in 20, 2017 right now. So let's go back to the 1900s, dude, when there was no freaking, what? Cell phones. Oh, yeah. No, there's no cell phones. Let's go, let's go to 1800s. All right. Let's go 1700s. You know what, dude? Let's go to the dinosaur age when we weren't here, supposedly. Where was the car back then? But what, what was the media? Nothing. Exist, How do you hear crickets? Crickets when mm-hmm. the dinosaurs are around? For how many? We weren't even here, right? Mm-hmm. So it was all, what, just nature? Just fucking animal. Somehow, humans are here now. They say they dated back to 20,000 years ago. If you go into the Samaritan tablets and you start looking at ancient history, Stuff that they don't really teach you in school, but you start going back 20,000 years ago, regular human beings that were, knew already astrology. Because they have tablets, they have the pyramids. I mean, they think the pyramids now, if there's a guy, Graham Hancock, and I listen to Joe Rogan about it, says, you know what? And they, they go by data, dude. And he doesn't just make up crap. He goes by erosion data. They try to do carbonating where it's possible. And they try to go by, you know, looking at the landscaping, at the at the tropical environment, climate climate change and stuff like that, erosion, so how the canyons were. And then you, they look at the Sphinx, you know, they redated it about how that erosion was not caused by earthquakes. Uh, the, that's a natural erosion by rain, you know, the way it looks. It's not like broken down, like, no, it's because it's been rained on, snowed on. You know, that's the erosion. That's why it looks like that. And he talks about how glaciers used to carve the earth just like water it does, you know? Right. So he talks about a lot of that, how you can see, you can go back and track the pyramids, the timing about, even in the stories, what they talk about, you know? So it's it's crazy. I mean, it's up to you to believe it. Like, I don't know, I wasn't there. No, I'm not going to know. But you want to go back there? How can you go back there? Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> I'm proud. Yeah, yeah. How do you think these guys make these, these uh, dinosaur movies in their heads? They can see it. They could see what it was back then. Are they creating that world? Like you see this movie, Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. I know they add them a lot of shit, but like a lot of shit. Okay, that's like about as close you could be with a real uh, T-Rex dinosaur. Look, like, I'm pretty sure we're not all 100%. Accurate. We weren't there. Right. I'm pretty sure this shit may look way different maybe, you know? I mean, probably something like that. But I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure there would be a different characteristics, you know, like a horse. You know? How, can they get a bones? This is what be the test. If those dinosaurs look like that for real, this is what you would test on. You would give a guy who does that type of work, right? Mm-hmm. And give him some bones. Because they're going based on the structure. They don't see it. All I know is green. I don't look like a lizard. Right. They're going by that. But okay, so I would say test those guys who do that. That do that stuff. I'll say, here, give him some bones and say, all right, build me what this looked like then. See if you're that good, if you could guess what it is. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, it's also a trip is how they know which one's a carnivore and a herbivore. Like. Yeah, but that's what I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. And I would say I'll test them. I'll, those guys that know that stuff. Oh, because of their teeth. They say oh, this is what they used to be because of their teeth. These right. big dinosaurs. That's why they know. They know. I'm pretty sure they do know a lot, dude. I'm not saying I'm not. But I'm saying test. Like test those theories. Like, you know? Like, yeah, why don't they want to get a regular guy and do that? I haven't seen any one of those guys just. How about test them? Prove your theory. Prove why you do that. How, why it looks like that to me. Mm-hmm. Watch. This is how we get to it. Look at this. This is how. Well, maybe they do have that. Just, you know, I'm just saying. They, they do. Just go to college and you'll, you'll learn. Get into that. That's what I'm saying, though. But study everything so you can know it. Like, study the best you can. Even then, you might be flawed. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But anyways, on, on, the, on the story of Steve Padlock. So, today in the LA Times, um, it came out that uh, it came out that there was possibly uh, another shooter. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I believe that's what was it. I was trying to remember. Was that that? Yeah. That uh, why hasn't the Mandalin Bay released the camera footage from theirs? Out to the public. Oh yeah, I saw that comment between you and your and your primo. Yeah, well, it came out on it came out on it today. Yeah. Oh okay, it came out today. Why? Why haven't you guys? Casinos have the ability to track you when you're crossing the street and you're in other casinos. They share all this information. They have facial recognition. Like, there was this guy I was listening to, the Steve uh, No Ward Warloom on on ninety eight point two from Las Vegas. This guy, I forgot his name, but uh, I was listening host? today. Yeah, how was that around? What time? What time was that? Like at eight? No, today. I, today I listened to him around. Uh, Salió on the radio. Uh, let me see, I was coming back from what's his name. So, I think was- it was about five. Oh, okay. Five or six o'clock. Salió before I got home, and um, yeah, and he talked about that stuff, man. And there's this guy, and then this other guy who says he was a marine. Uh, and he wrote the manual, like he helped update the manual for their snipers. He said he wasn't a snipers, but he trained with them. Mm-hmm. It was like a lower division, and you get to train with these people and do like, um, what do you do, like drills, you know, and stuff like that. So he, he goes, I, he goes, I'm not an expert in guns, guns, because an expert is a different level. But he goes, I know military guns because that's what he did with. An expert of guns is a guy who could tell you a story from, from the first history of the gun to where they're at. But he says, I know guns. I know what I what I dealt with. He didn't seem too. Too bright? No, he did, but um, well, he what he what he came based on. I don't know if it was true or not. Maybe it could have been a lie, you know. Maybe call the radio, make up a damn story, mm-hmm. you know. Could so, be fabricated. It's right? just like what we're doing right now, right? Just a little, you know, that's all we're doing, man. It's just an opinion, mm-hmm. you know. Just no facts for you to connect a dock with, connect with or not, disconnect or shut it off, you know. Whatever the fuck you want to do, you know. It's up to so, you, man. You all got the power, but same for me, you know. Hey, man, don't get caught up on all this shit, man. Focus on your money. Focus on your fucking money on what affects your dollar. Enjoy it too, but I'm just saying focus. That leads you to everything, the truth and everything. The money. Study it. It does, bro. What people do for money, you got to remember how everything works, bro. Yes, there's, you know, even the mafia has respect. Treat you good. You don't know who you're dealing with. You don't know who you're talking to. Every day, you just met with this big dude, head honcho, who deals in the cartel. Who knows, dude? There is a cartel. It's called a banking cartel. And that's how it runs everything. 
The money does. But there's a lot of factors that affect the money besides money. That's one top of the top of the line energy, like the top of the pyramid shit, the money. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the gold thing. It's close as gold. But it's the money. It's not about the gold. You know, these cartels guys got smart and say, shit, how are we going to? How are we going to control this amount of gold? You know how hard we have to mine the gold? Mm. How much? It's a lot of work to get gold. But it was not about gold. It says, he who controls the printing press of the bank controls the world. So you got you got to go and trace that. That's how it's run, buddy. There's a cartel of banks. They run the world. They don't run you. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of ways to get to you, to influence you through media, through your phones. We, what do we work for? They know that's a necessity. They got you by it. People got to work for what? For money. For what? To buy commodities, to buy necessities, to live. Supply and demand. You need El Villete to live now. If you figure it out how to live without money... Damn, you gangster. Let's go, on. You the gangster, and you're going to be dead. <laughs> Off the radar and all that, yeah. Yeah, you know. I don't know how to do that. I'm not that smart. I could think about it, but nah. I'm smart. I could be that smart, but I don't want to waste my time. I like I like the system that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm personally, personally, I, I'm very blessed. You know, I could say that, and. And people say, well, why aren't you doing this and doing that? Uh, why aren't you going to do all that? And I'm not messing with you. Don't mess with me. <laughs> I'll share my opinion. And, and when I do feel something and I feel that, hey, my heart's there. Hey, well, you should go and look for that, you know. Oh, you know what? You look for that. You get in there. Go, go worry about that. Go do that. Georgia, leave me alone. Handle. Go handle it. You can get all that. Go handle it. You're so right. Go handle it. Prove it to me. So go handle just... it. Then I'll see that. Yeah, she was right. <laughs> Go we'll solve that problem. Once you solve it, come back. And I go, yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, I do. Cuando, cuando te llega y you have to, you know, you know when you're touched, you have to, bro, because there is a lot of injustice out there. But if you go looking for that, you'll see that. If you know it exists, you'll say that. Now, you're doing something about it. Well, I'm not going to go and tell you, go put your life up in there because Sometimes, you know, it takes a lot. You got family, you got things to run. It's like, I just know you got a living. But there's, a, there's only a few Jesus Christ that are going to do that, bro. Those are, those are holy people that, them, uh, and even though they say, well, he was with the 16 year old girl, saying, look, that's wrong. That's unholy because that's against lawful. Or he had 10 wives. I'm like, you know what? But what he talked about, I believe in what he did. You know, mm-hmm. Martin Luther King, Malcolm you X. know, Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali. Yeah, I could see their good heart where they're, what they're talking about, even Jesus. You know, but more likely, you know, Martin Luther King is like, I, I seen him, I seen his real picture. Jesus, I mean, I haven't seen him. I feel what he believes. I believe in what he believes, but physically, I never seen him. Spiritually, I know what what he believes in. I feel like I'm connected to that. I feel he's my best friend, and just like you are. And if he died, I would say the same thing about you. You know, I would want him because you could fuck it up. But, but Jesus, who I believe in, he is, that spirit. Yeah, he's good, man. Any day, any night, wherever you're at, gonna die, gonna live, gonna party, whatever you're gonna do. 
Jesus is alright with me. Jesus is alright with me. No, I'm not gonna pass a little, pass around a little basket to put two dollars. You know, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. Oh, happy days. You don't have to pay for this. <laughs> oh, happy days when Jesus walked. Hey, dude, but I do believe in him. Yeah, but I, I, but I also think like, damn, Christmas, dude. You know how they got us, baby Jesus. Like, it's not. Santa, Christmas is supposed to be about baby Jesus, and the way we sell it here is like Santa Claus. And I go, no one represents baby Jesus. How you make some old man with the baby? Coming down the chimney. I get it. But in our culture, it's the Tres Reyes Magos. Yeah. In our, my, well, my, not my culture, my parents' culture. They celebrate that, El Santo Nino. It's, it's, it's different, bro, but hey, it's all good. We study religions called pagan religions. You know, they use all these symbols and everything. But it's, it's just crazy, dude. And when you don't try to just view by what you know and you... Connect by what's out there in the real world. And, and you not try to be correct. I know what I believe in. But I'm not going to say people got to believe this or think like, hell no. Yeah. I would just say, let's have a good time. Let's go off-roading, la da da instead yeah, of arguing about. Yeah. It's like that talk that we had a while ago when, you know, talking about, you know, um, people, you know the Christians and uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, how they say, no, this is how, the way it is. This is how, how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And the other way, it's it's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's like, why are they trying to enforce that? Why can't you just let them be? Like, if they want to believe what they want to be, let them. Like, don't try to, you know, you know, try to change their perspective, you know? Like, you're trying to be here, oh, yeah, you know, the word of God. You're trying to be all blissful and whatnot. And, yeah, and I don't want that little thin book anyways, because all just does is just sit there and nobody reads it. <laughs> Thank you, though, for being yeah, nice. Yeah, bring, yeah, knock on right. my door and make me turn off the... Get away from the TV. I was watching a good show, man. And I got to listen for little five, ten minutes at the door, like, trying to tell me about... <laughs> nah, but I love them. I got some friends that are very cool, and I love them. No matter what, I love Jehovah, too, man. What's up? Power to Jehovah. Right, like... I, I, you, I, I know some good people that Jehovah Witnesses. Yeah. With me. And I don't want to take that away from I them. just don't want nobody taking a percentage of my paycheck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hell no. God, if you need my money, God, all right, dude, come on, man. God wants my money. He knows what my bank account. He knows everything. He knows how to gain on me. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Nah, but I don't mind. Hey, sometimes you got to give, too, and put a little love in your heart, you know? Contribute. Yeah, I mean, if you want to, I'm just saying. If you don't, don't. If you do, do. I don't care. Damn if you do, damn if you don't. Oh, yeah, that's your business. I ain't going <laughs> to tell nobody to know what to do with their money because I don't want nobody telling me what to do with my money, even though the government does tell us what to do with our money. Yeah. No diggity. You know, pues hablando del, del Trump, uh, but I love government. Don't get me wrong. You know? We need to regulate how much beer one could drink. And soda too. Buy. And soda. You know, because no, se pasan todos de verga. Se compran dos treinta y seis y se pone una pinche pedo. El otro día andan bien cagados, zurrados, comentándose la verga. Calmados las pinches tecatitas. <laughs> Yo sé, unas ultras para C, pero calmados con las tecates, hinchas no se avientan, tecateños. Los de ultra toman bien livianito, a mí se me hace like they're... Los de tecate light, que no son fools dog, they don't say names, pero a la verga se dan una. You know? Right there, off-roading. No, pues no vamos a decir, sí. Ah. No, pone gente en peligro. Pues sí. Pero unas ultras palas, eh. <laughs> Por eso me gusta el memo, es bien sincero. <risa> es bien sincero el memo. Ah, <risa> oh, 
man. I told Stacks to listen in. I don't know if you're out there, Stacks, if you're listening in. Memo. You're the fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just jump off the car, dude. Just, just jump, jump off. off the car. Just, just jump, jump off. off the car. Let's take Let care of it. Let's drive it man. People do better <laughs> if it's driving it Fucking, Miraces. Mike Pence, supposedly, he like, he took off from the football game as soon as the players were kneeling. Mm-hmm. You know, go, there's allegations that, uh, that Trump had it all planned out. So good, man. You know what, Pence? You know what she, the vato, really? Everybody thinks that, but I'm pretty sure he was probably just like, me dio chorro, wey. Le dio chorro, he had to get out. <laughs> so, you know, something, le, le ponieron something in his drink. And they told him not to do it, not to go, and he went and they put something in his drink, le dio chorro. <laughs> He looked supposedly what cost him, it cost like the NFL for him to, to show up and then take off with like 250k, supposedly. What? That supposedly what costed him to go over there and leave the game is 250k. Where did he go in? No, just to go to the game. That's some, like, supposedly that's how much the NFL spent on, on Mike Pence to go. They paid him? I guess. So I said it cost him 250K. The NFL paid? It cost the NFL? Mm-hmm. It cost the NFL 250K. Because they had to provide the security and everything, and then he did that to them? Yeah. So, like, oh, uh, you know what? That way the NFL knows. That's good, though. That's good. You know what? Now we're going to see who are the true fans of the NFL. Let's see how much money really they're losing. Yeah, you got all these guys that guess what? If I know anything about politics, then guess what? Hmm. Football ain't going nowhere. Because just the time when back in the days they had the first black guy, you know how people were like, all these white people were saying, no, we ain't going to the games. Mm -hmm. And what happened? Did baseball survive? Did football survive? Tennis survive? Mm -hmm. You know why? Because there's more good in it than bad. And people got to see that. Yeah. And if you're and if you're that to me, like I'm not a big fan, but but to me, if you're that fan, like that, like you know, like oh, say, what are you a fan of? Oh, you know, like everybody's like, man, well, you're a Raiders fan, I don't, yeah. And everybody talked to me shit for a long time, dude. A long time, people would tell me shit, but guess what? Okay, I just listen to it and what? Nobody tells me shit no more. In the beginning, they would remember. Oh yeah. Now what? Left and right, dude. Now no, I'll talk about. Ew. But what did I tell? You? What did I tell you before all that shit? When people were telling me shit. What did I tell you? You said the first. I think the first thing you said is that once they beat the Chargers, then you're gonna notice some change. Then you're gonna get better after that. They did, dude. Mm-hmm. They, they beat the Chargers, and then slowly they were beating the division, and then they made it to the playoffs. Oh, I was like, oh shit, no, I was right, dude. But what did I tell you about all these people telling me shit? They're gonna quiet down. Get everybody quiet down. Stop talking all this shit about the Raiders. Yeah. And now you got Raider fans right now that expect them. I don't know if you saw that on on on, on the on the news about that Raiders fan that threw a bottle at this football player. Ah. And when he got out of his Rolls Royce out of this car, he goes, "Hey, what the hell?" He was like, "Get into it, the fan." And the fan took off his shirt and said, "What's up, then?" Like, yeah, dude. You haven't seen that news? Nah, huh, bro. Damn, it must have been yeah. a good what, one. What's the guy that one of the um. Is it Nose Guard or what's his name? Nose Tackle? Uh-huh, what's his name? The Los Chargers? No, from the Raiders. Ah, uh, no, no, sé. See, I'm a fan and I don't even know 
his name. But I don't know those players, man. I'm a Raiders. I'm a Rams fan. I don't even know if some of the players tampoco, you know. So it's like, I don't keep up no more. I already told yeah. you. I stopped. I stopped following. I don't. I already stopped. I told you. Like I'll watch the game, sit down before. Like dude, I ain't gonna be getting. I told you, I'm not gonna get into that hype no more. Right. I'll watch it. I'll go maybe watch a Raiders game, but yeah, que que me ponga. Dude, when I saw, when I saw the Raiders fans when I went to my first game. Oh, right. they were wasn't my yeah my first game I went because I was always a fan and my first game I went to the Oakland Raiders was when there was a, the Oakland Raiders played the Jets and they would lose to them all the time every time I went I think I went three years straight and they lose to the Jets oh yeah they lost and they lost so I ain't going no more I said like that you know what it was fun and all that they the the homies all the drinking and the tailgating and everything yeah. and, and the camaraderie you know, whatever so we're all having fun and but then I saw one of the, when I went to McDonald's once, how, how some of the Raider fans were treating the the Jet fans, and nobody was doing nothing about it. And I was like, "Fuck!" Because you know, when you do something, they're gonna mm-hmm. start battling. I'm like, "Fuck!" It's only me and I don't feel with those dudes. They're like, "Fuck!" They'll beat the shit out of us. I'm like, "You know what? I'm not gonna." As long as they don't they don't hurt them, they were booing them, telling them stuff, and I want to say I want to say something, you know, but I was like, "Fuck." Hey man, respect. You know, mm-hmm. I like you gotta watch what you say shit to and I'm like, is it worth it for me? Like, or just 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 be long as they don't know. I know it's very disrespectful, but nobody else is saying it. There's a lot of bigger dudes than me that could that size up to those guys that could say something. And you just thought, okay, just you know. They were booing them and they threw like a paper napkin at them or something like that. I'm like, I wanted to say something. I was like, fuck them doing that shit. They're the family with the kids, you know? Mm-hmm. And then since then I'm like, I don't wanna be that. Yeah, and I say I, I like the Raiders. I'm still a Raiders fan, but I'm like yeah. I don't want to get let my because then I'll be here at the home watching the games and yelling and screaming. Even with my brother, we get, get all cut up. Yeah, oh, all, get, yeah, 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 yeah. We get all crazy, bro. Yeah. Like, you know what? My oh body my doesn't need that, bro. Oh, like when we went to your primo soccer's game in Indio High School, dude. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to watch the game. All I hear is your carnal screaming and yelling. Fuck. I'm like fuck. Cause I remember the description that you were telling him about, you know, his behavior in, in games, dude. And like, I, I couldn't. It was hard for me to believe it, cause you know, I'll be around him, just pretty chill guy. He but is. at that game, he, completely different guy. Fan, I was dude. like, my brother's, my brother's a real sports fan, bro. That's what I'm trying to say. That dude's, he's a legit Raiders fan, more hardcore than I am. I can say I give him credit for that. I'm just not there. And then I got another homie's a. Real hardcore Raiders fan. Yeah, he's he's hardcore. His truck's yeah, all booked up. Down his garage, everything in his house. Yeah. And I love it. I go love going to their scene. I'm like, well, it's a lot of petty open that. I'm like, to me, like, damn. And then you got your other, do, 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 other do, do, do. carnal bandwagon. He <laughs> <laughs> went from uh, Chargers fan. No, Raiders, Raiders fan. Chargers. To Chargers fan. Now he's bad guys Raiders. <laughs> bad guys Raiders. And now he, thought, I don't know, he probably wants to go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Broncos. He's panicking right now. Wait, what, what are we? Uh, Raiders is uh two and three. Yeah, yeah. So he's probably gonna be wearing the Chiefs jersey and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have a Chiefs hat first. Yeah. The thing he does is get a hat, bro. When he changes teams, he gets a hat. That's what. That's how you know he changed teams because he gets the hat, bro. It's all good. Hey, I've always worn my Raiders stuff, even when that's why I get a lot shitted a lot. Cause that's mm-hmm. when I was wearing, I was wearing my shit when they're doing the worst, you know. And everybody see me with my, my shirts, my hat, and everybody. Like, oh, I didn't know you had that problem. Everybody telling me, <laughs> I didn't know you had that problem. They're bagging me hard. 
Right. And remember, Mr. Cummings used to bag on me too. Yeah. And then, um, and then he became a Raiders. Yeah, because of his son-in-law. Yeah, because his son-in-law went yeah, to. Yeah, he was coaching. part of the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. But remember, first he was a Raiders hater. He was. He used to hate on me. He was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember he would make fun of you, dude. And yeah. you see, you wearing that that Raiders sweater, I got you. He was like, get <laughs> that weird look. I'm like, really, man? <laughs> He's cool you know, though. But man. now, now I see, now we see him wearing that Raiders hat, you know. And then you bag on him about it. And he's like getting all defensive. Hey, hey, hey. What are you doing wearing that, man? Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, 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 calm down. What's <laughs> <laughs> the other day? Though. I don't know. Yeah, he comes out with some good bags. Oh man, he's funny, man. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh, pues mira. We're in all raided out. Nice, man. You got some nice, some nice clothes. Yeah, his he knows sweats. You know, I like his style, dude. Yeah, he has a nice style. His nice sweat style. style. I love his sweat style. When he wears his nice sweats, he has some. Yeah, he, 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 he looked like a, with all respect, a pimp. Pimped out, huh? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, he yeah. dresses really nice. Miss Cummings, too, man. She's yeah, she dresses up nice, too, dude. She takes care of herself. But really you know who well. dresses really super nice? The, you know, like the big one? Yeah. That's a badass freaking mansion, bro. Nice. Dude. Dude, her freaking closets are like a mini Macy's, yeah. bro. <laughs> she, like, you could tell like she's like she was like a model back then or something. Yeah. Because she just has a lot of style. She changes style, but her, you know, she wears black and you know. So like she has a style, bro. Little top of the line, bro. Top of the line. Y aquí todo vestido en Walmart. I love it. Sounds close. Cool. No, pero si quiera traer una happy face, güey. Tenía una little happy face. Y, pues, ahí en la Walmart y pinche happy face se cae y baja el dólar. O sea, you know? No sé. <laughs> pues qué chingada va a estar siendo complaint eso. ¿Cuándo va, güey? ¿Te quieres una beer? ¿Te quieres una beer, por favor? Por favor. Perro. Está cabrón, güey. I stopped, I stopped drinking beer about a year ago. Now I'm replacing beer with soda. Chato deprimido. Esto un lado. Unas ultras palace. Aquí comité caten mil palmas pisteando en la noche. Oyendo corridos de topo y yo que entran a mi oído. <laughs> Did I tell you that my primo came back to Mexicali? No, who's that? What? Uh, my primo Orel from Chicali, dude. Orel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he came back. Uh, he told me he was coming back. He came back Friday. Yeah. My, his sister uh, was there with her son. They had a big old sign. It said, Bienvenidos, hermano Yoski. <laughs> That's his nickname, Yoski. Yoski. Yeah. And his little brother, his nickname is uh, Yiyo. Yiyo. Yeah. So they had a big old sign. Welcome back, Yoski. <laughs> I think I'm the only one who has a nickname. Really? Oh, probably right. Yeah, because eh? Ricardo goes by the name Ricardo. Yeah. Manuel goes by the name yeah. Manuel. And, and I'm the only one that goes by Memo. Because for, for some reason, Your Guillermo. Your dad has a nickname too, right? Huh? Your dad has a nickname too, right? No. No? No. No, my dad's name is Francisco. I think uh, they used to call him uh, Pancho. Pancho. Pa- oh yeah, he goes by Pancho. My dad has a nickname. Oh, I don't know that shit. 
<laughs> my mom has a nickname too because her name is San Juana, but they call her Juana. Mm. I love como Juana. Oh, she hates Juana la Cubana. I love como Juana la Cubana. El ritmo que se siente con un de manzana mana. I love como Juana. No, que no cante esa canción. She doesn't like it, bro. She despises it. I don't know about despise. It's a pretty strong word, but oh. uh, she, I don't think she's one of her favorite jams. <laughs> but when I was little, when I was little, and I was uh, like about probably six, seven years old, and go to my parents would take us to Mexico, Zacatecas, like t- about forty-eight hours from here. Um, my grandpa would would say, "Memo, cántame." He would get all pedo and say, "Memo, cántame la la de um, son tus perfumes de mujer." Oh, sí, grandpa. And like, I, don't, I don't know it like I used to know it no more. I just know that part. Son tus perfumes de mujer. Los que me sublivean, los que me sublivean, son tus perfumes de mujer, son tus perfumes de mujer. Something, some other, but I just know that little part, but I remember I was little, was I used the to say that. Huh? It was the chorus? What? No, that, that yeah. part. Yeah. Okay. But, um, so, my grandpa would tell me that one, but the real singer in our family is one of my cousins, and he's like La Fe Norteña, and they're pretty popular in Mexico. They have them been coming at international, like those Tigres and Lord or anything, or right. uh, Tucanes, you know, top, top names. They're not at that but level. But they were up and coming. But Mexico, yeah. You know, just like if you're a rock star in Europe and you're from here or in Japan, and nobody even knows you here, but you're a rock star over there. You know, right. you could do oh, that, Oh, I right? see, I see, I see. See what kind of... What kind of National superstar. If you're, yeah. if, you're, if you're a rock star in Japan, you're a rock star in Japan, bro. That's it. You're not over here. But you're a rock star in Japan. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, okay. That's cool. But he's well known. He has a whole bunch of videos. La Fe Norte. You guys should look him up. He has good music. But uh, big prop, uh, big shout out to my primo Toño Briseño de La Fe Norte. And uh, so I'm proud of that. You know, I got to see it in our, my family, you know, to have a cousin like that. That's an artist. That's cool. Do you ever keep in touch with him every now and then? Or? Not really. We don't really have, we have good memories as kids, but we don't have a, a bond. We don't have a, I mean, we could start it and you can initiate one easily just by calling each other and talking about it. I really haven't pushed it. I talked to him here and there, but that's it. He called me once, maybe, and I never called him back. Maybe I'll just call him back. <laughs> that's how you start a relationship. He calls you and then you call him back. I never called him back. I should have, right? <laughs> I didn't call him back. Huh? Really? He called me. And then, all right, we had a great talk that night. I never called him back. Stupid. <laughs> ah, pues. But I'm going to go out there. I'm going to go out there and visit my whole family out there. Oh, that's cool. Are you going to have a family reunion over there? Yeah, I'm just going to say, sorry, Primo, for, for never like staying in touch. Stand you you deserve that because when I was little, he was there for me, bro. Yeah, you know. I didn't think he really liked having me around, but he had me around because his dad made me carry <laughs> me around with him. So that's yeah. the kind of relationship we had. <laughs> like, we'll take An him out. Yeah. relationship. <laughs> yeah, he tried to hook me up with chicks back then and all this <laughs> stuff, you know, bro. I guess yeah. it was prop, man. We had our laughs and we we did things. Maybe I forget. I forget a lot of maybe his his good heart, you know. And there were some fond memories. Yeah, yeah there's some good memories. I gotta remember that. But I I never got that. I got always had that feeling that even now, like and maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I'm pretty. I am wrong. I'll say I'm wrong. But that's what I felt like. You know, I was just like a burden on him from because his dad told me watch me because I was his brother's son. You know, but he treated me good, bro. He never. But there's sometimes I know he didn't want me around. You know. He's older than me, and he's doing his thing. You know, he had a, how much a older? Of, like, like you're uh, two years bit? older. Oh, never mind. Okay. But that's enough. You know, he doesn't want. I'm just a. Caballero. 
Well, say I was yeah, my little carwashero, but back then I was just uh, let's see, I was from here and and I'll probably take his game away with the, the girls. Probably I don't know. Oh, that's yeah, because yeah, you're American and you go over there, Mexico. Oh, you're a big baller, you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All that is, I mean, even I just went with probably like fifty bucks, but that was back then was yeah, a lot. That was a lot. That was considered a lot. Guess what? I had 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 a little. I work, you know, to a newspaper, cut lawns, you know. I'll go my little felicita. My parents will give me some feria, whatever, you know. My dad, probably my mom, it's like 20, 40 bucks, you know, whatever. That's all he needs. He don't need shit. My grandma would treat me really good, man. My grandma, three, she was a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> she hook it up all the time, let me do whatever I wanted to do. And as long as I was safe and she knew I was good to her, I listened to her. She was, I could do whatever I wanted to do, bro. You know, when she needed me, as long as I was there, and I told her, my grandma was going to take off, I'll be back later. I didn't have to tell her at times. She knew I was gone, dude. She never had curfew on me. I'll get home late. I was, every, all the kids would play out there late, dude. And safe in the street. Like, right now, we'll be out playing, jumping on the roof, like, going to the park at this time, dude. Like, in the summers, like, summers out there, you know, like, it was a bomb, dude. And then I'll take off to my primos, to the ranchos, to go out there, take care of the sheep and the lands. Just camp out there. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> go to the rios, still membrios, you know. I had these little... My little adventures, and I, that's why I guess I like going to the jungle, you know. I still have that. It wasn't the jungle jungle out there, but it was more open land, you know. Yeah. Agriculture and all this stuff. The mountain, mountainous range. But, uh, yeah, dude. Have you, have you been over there when it was, like, stormy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I wonder, why is the, the storm in Mexico a lot stronger than here? Well, well, depends where you're at, because if you're at higher altitude... Yeah, you get more severe, more, and it's flat land, but it's higher altitude. So the we're at low sea level. Yeah. So we're be at sea level. So the pressure from that how high the clouds are. Yeah. To where you're at, it's it's different. The pressure's higher. Oh, I see. So you're gonna if so you're at higher elevation and you got cloud coverage and especially it's coming from you know well, the ocean side and all that stuff wherever it gets it from. You know you're gonna get hit. What helps us a lot here mm-hmm. is that we have those mountains, bro. But where you have a lot of open space, you don't have no protection. That's why the valley is really like, it's alpha. It's it's not about really, and it's good that it doesn't you don't have that much one here. But this is one of the areas where you don't want to overpopulate it because it is the weather's super nice. You know, you it's getting there, bro. Think about oh, it, yeah, how big yeah. the valley has become because of that. But even yet, we have all that. The weather could do it, whatever it wants to do, bro. You've seen it here. Mm-hmm. Maybe not like in Mexico and other areas, but it could get there if it wants to. Yeah, yeah. Now you got all these other guys talking about weather, conspiracy theories, and all this shit. Is it possible? Yeah, you can control the weather. You can control human beings. You can control an animal. You can control anything. If you're subject to it, watch out, man. Trust me, just like these people with the flags and Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, they're all controlling. They don't see the game in it. They don't see the, the world they're playing in. And they're getting all emotional about it. And hey, just watch your pockets. Watch your pockets. And I know the rich are doing that, but you also got to know, like, for me, the way I see, like, I don't want a bunch of homeless people walking around my streets when I go shopping. Listen, that if it gets bad, if you don't provide a system to maintain that or to take care of them, even immigrants, I don't want them everywhere, just like, you know, not taken care of and just like the homeless or anybody. There should be systems where. You have a, 
And it, it's not, it's not going to cure the problem if you just get them and you ship them off. It doesn't. It's never going to stop it. Mm-hmm. That's why they keep coming here. Either you build an infrastructure for them to stay where they belong. And it's not going to be by closing your borders. Well, not unless you have technology way out of hands, where it's taking care of itself. Yeah. But still, remember, you're sending people back. And Mexico is a country you don't want to have people having war or revolution. You don't want that, especially when you're a border next door, not even Canada. You don't want that anywhere, not even here in your own country. So you better be very intellectually smart and figure everything has a solution. Well, what's a solution? It's hard. No, it's not. Let's get the greatest minds together and think. Yeah. And let's create our plan and make it public so people can watch it on YouTube. We're solving this problem. We're eradicating the immigration problem just to be humanely. And we're making a mm-hmm. panel. This is the way it's going to be done. And the people now, we're going to show you. Well, that's see how people get right, crazy. Yeah. No, we're bringing all sides. We're going to negotiate. We're going to solve it. But you can't say you just throw them down and not solve the problem of them, why they came here. We have millions of them. That should tell you there's a problem somewhere. And you're here fighting Iraq and Afghanistan. And your problems are right here, right next to the border. But you're not sending guns and ammo and weapons over there, huh? It's too close to home. Ah. No. But shit, you're going to Iraq and look at the Taliban and the terrorists. You got cartels and their terrorists over there too. Oh, but they ain't fucking with us yet. Only these people fucked with us. The, that, that, that ISIS or the 9-11. They fucked with us. So that's why we're in Iraq. Uh, they weren't from Iraq. They were from Saudi Arabia. Excuse me. Oh, hablando de eso, Saudi Arabia. When I was watching the Jesse Ventura interview, I don't know if you read the bottom. What do they call it? Those uh, on the bottom of the mm-hmm. screen where it shows like all the art, the news updates. Mm-hmm. Well, there was one that I read that said United States sold their missile defense system to Saudi Arabia. For fifteen billion dollars, mm-hmm. they didn't say why for what. They just said that they sold that well that system for that much. Russia sold them the system. Oh, so Russia, they, Russia did all. Oh. Yeah, not the United States. The, the, so it's the United, the United States. States sent Kushner, mm-hmm. Donald Trump's son-in-law, to do an arms trade deal, and it was for ten point something billion. So now the Russians went to do business in Saudi Arabia. And they but they just wanted to display the United States to make it on. Dude, when you're hearing this stuff happening, yeah, and it's not really being main media. No one's really complaining about it. No one's saying nothing. It's, it's quieter than the damn shooting at Las Vegas, and it's louder in reality. Mm-hmm. But what are we? What are we more looking at? Drama gets us, bro. Drama, just like drama oh. in your family. It's part. It's a better story over here. Guns and being yeah. Las Vegas shooter, da da da. You know the they they contract one of the casinos owners. I don't know what his name was. I heard on the radio that he was saying like, you know, that shit wouldn't happen here in my casino because we have Navy Seals. We would have got this and this and that. We have all that stuff like. He was saying all that. He goes, they would I got our quickly, Navy yeah. SEALs in here because we do. We know what shit happens in these casinos. Like, casinos are like mobsters, bro. This shit's like, they got a shit like an army. Right. What the owner of this MGM, the Mandolin Bay, the guy that owns all these properties, yeah. he's bankrupt, bro. He's like in debt so big. He's desperate for money. 
okay. and then he started char- he was one of the guys that started charging for parking you know how Vegas thing was always parking free wherever yeah. you went well that auto started charging 15 bucks not 5 bucks 15 bucks that guy the radio was complaining about damn mm-hmm. so he was saying like that that auto also was in Obama's Homeland Security Committee oh shit yeah Homeland. oh Safety committee, yeah. Connecting the dots. Boom. Connecting the dots. That's a trip, Connecting dude. the dots. And then they say that the, this guy, Steve Padlock, was also an arms dealer, bro. And, you know, he's connected to the government. He worked for Lockheed Martin. Lockheed Martin is like, when you say U.S. government, it's like, okay. It's like U.S. government and Lockheed Martin are like saying like this. It's a corporation, the United States government, right? Right. Besides being a country, it's a corporation. It's corporate, yeah. So Lockheed Martin, the United States, and the Federal Reserve, they're like saying this. It's like saying, okay, you got Toyota, Lexus, and Scion Corporation. Right. So you got Federal Reserve, mm-hmm. U.S. government, mm-hmm. Lockheed Martin. Blackheart. Blackheart, they're all they're all like corporations from that yeah, same yeah. government. They get paid all together. And you could just this you could end one, anyone, but they're shareholders. They're shareholders in these corporations. They have entities. They're made to run alive like me and you. It's a business created fictitiously out of paper, documents, and money that run it. It's it's a corporation, bro. No, you can't get those dudes. They're not liable. They're untouchable. Not unless you go to them without the corporation. But that's how powerful they set laws, rules, regulate the banking, everything, the arms, the deals. It's all connected, bro. Big pyramid. If you're not that right smart to know that, and you think, well, how's this? Just follow the money. Look at stocks right now, what went up. Bet you it's all like military stuff, gun stuff. Everything went up. And look who's gonna benefit. Look who's gonna benefit from this shooting from the, the, the casinos. Look who's invested in what in what they got. Being in, in these things that are gonna go up in the stock market. And I'm pretty sure those that Galato is. Invest a lot of corporate guys are in there. They're all together in the banking. It's money. It's all deal with the banking. Yeah. They're all in, in the, connected in the banking cartel. Talking about gun control and yeah, yeah, the fucking government funding money and weaponry to all these fucking countries, bro. Dude, they find some stupid fools they could brainwash. Everybody wants to believe the story. You know, you can get guys to do the job mm-hmm. to kill because they're nationalism. Or because of ISIS. Yeah, you can get all these fuckers, dude. You brainwash them enough. And it ain't, dude, you could take, give them a drug and probably do it. Why not? You could, you could hematize people. Why can't you give somebody a drug and make them do something? Uh, that's all somebody had to do. You're going to kill them at this time, da, 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 and brainwash somebody, mind control. You don't think that's real? Shoot, if I seen the hematose shows, if it's real. And you can say it's all fake. They're all faked it. But I'm telling you this, you get, I've seen people on drugs and what they do. There's some people you could do whatever. Anytime I'm doing, they're like, hey. you think they could fly, la, da, da, right? There's certain drugs that you don't even know about, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me give you an example. Um, when I was in Long Beach State, I was doing a report on the drug war in Mexico. And... I found an article. I was doing some research and I found an article that uh, mentioned a, a private meeting between Barack Obama and 
President Nieto. And it stated that him, that Barack Obama agreed with Nieto to provide them with like, I think it was like $2.5, $2.8 billion. And then on top of that, fund them with all this artillery, armory, like, you know, weapons, tanks, watchdogs. I mean, dude, like, I could not, I was like, all that just for the fucking war on, basically, like, to supposedly, you know, help them fight the war on drugs over there. Thanks, dude. War on drugs is just another reason to make police, military, arm them and have them under the control of the law. And you set laws that control the people, like, for example, the marijuana. Everybody knows that fucking marijuana and alcohol are about the. I don't. I'm not even gonna debate which one's better or worse. I. I just. I know, my opinion, marijuana, and and, and I would say it's a fact. But I just we just leave it as my opinion. That way we don't argue with anybody about that. But if anybody says beer's better than marijuana, okay, fine, I'm cool, whatever you want. But my money's on marijuana. And anyways, uh, they outlawed it, you know, because hemp. Everybody knows the truth. You can make a lot of materials with it. You know, you can make oils out of it. You can make medicines out of it. You can make paper out of it. You can build a car out of it, you know. And it was going to destroy the, the paper industry, the tree logging, you know. So this guy who had a lot of money invested in the tree industry outlawed hemp because you could grow it anywhere. Anybody could grow it. It's not easy growing big trees, right? It's more valuable than hemp. Hemp's a weed, bro. That shit grows quick. You can mass produce that. Like, no doubt compared to a tree, you know. And it takes very little water compared to a tree. So if you look at economics-wise, he wasn't able to control And hemp grows everywhere. Trees don't, bro. Certain, you know, forests, it's got to be controlled, regulated. We will grow anywhere, bro. In the mountains, right here in the dirt, anywhere. That shit grows everywhere around the world, that plant. It's a worldwide, and you can't compete with that. Mm-hmm. So as soon as they, they, the industry starts taking over, making hemp products and all that stuff, they can bring it back. You know, going to change everything. And now you got plastic, so you really don't need. I mean, there's all this other stuff now. It's more. Still, hemp's very viable, you know, still very usable. People, and there be a lot of people are investing already. Hemp industry's taking off, bro. You know, things are going to change. Oh, I found, out, I found out yesterday that, you know who's the major shareholder of Bank of America? Bank of America and Wells Fargo, right? Yeah. There's that one dude that, yeah. that's both. Did you hear it? I think you mentioned it before. Warren Buffett, bro. Warren Buffett, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what a, what major shareholder means? Like controlling the fucking company, you know? Yeah. And normally the major shareholders are who? Uh, top dogs, Major you know? shareholders normally bloodline. It's passed on corporations because oh, okay. you got corporations that are old. I'm talking about 1800s, bro. Going far back to yeah, it's on the first corporations form, bro. Mm-hmm. Those are control the world and they work with the banking system. Yeah, you know, once yeah. you figure that out, bro, it's like it's was insane. it you that also mentioned about the bloodlines and President Stambian? Yeah, yeah. Remember that one video, the little girl that did the this little poster mm-hmm. of like all the presidents that were connected. Like, yeah. That's no. where you got that idea from, or what was before? The idea of what? That the, that the president's, it's all bloodline. 
Um, well, yeah, I've not, but I heard it before. I've I've heard it that uh, that McCain and Obama and George Bush they had like all all, all connected through like pre, uh like like back in the eighteen hundreds uh, stuff like that. Like they have ancestors that are connected, you know, like back back in the days, like their grandparents, his grandparents, or something like that, brother, this like that bloodline. Yeah, they they laugh about it. You ask them, there's videos of them. Say, mm-hmm. yeah, I was related to this. Yeah, we we could be related. You know, like they say that. So, to me, if you don't know that, that look, one thing about about powerful people is that they have a lot of kids, bro, and they have a lot of kids from a lot of different women, and you don't even know back, back, back how the, these dads did what they did back then. You don't know Obama, yeah. You know the even back then. White people had black kids that were white. They just didn't claim, but that was his blood and his kid. And mm-hmm. they gave him jobs to do stuff and rich black man, you know? Yeah, Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. His wife, freaking, he was a slave owner and he married to a slave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. There you go. Look, what do you think his bloodline? You think his bloodline goes unnoticed? Charlie. Charlie, trace his bloodline, bro. See how they're doing. Dude, all those people that from back then, those days, that they write their own history are in the he who writes the own history has written these laws, bro, and it's all family. You got to trace it all back. And then here's people that out of the outside come into their world. You're right. That's how they mate. Share their bloodline. You know, you just got to trace it, trace it back. But right now, this guy Warren Buffett, though, I don't know what his bloodline is or where it traces down to, but his dad's already connected with government, banking, like even back then. Yeah. They try to make him like a simple it's, shoes it's man. All set. Yeah. They try to make him like he was just a simple shoes man seller. Mm-hmm. Trying to paint this picture. But then you go and start knowing he became a corporation man because when you come into the big money. Yeah. Once corporate, always corporate. Yeah. You know, you go up there, that big money, like, okay, like Obama too. Like, come on, man. Your mom traveled the whole world, Japan. You ain't no poor little kid, like poor little mm-hmm. black kid that face racism shit. Come on, man. You're in India. So you're traveling the country. Hawaii. Like, <laughs> we just go to Mexicali. You're, you're traveling to Hawaii and to India. You're like, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> you go to Harvard. And don't give me that. Don't give me that <laughs> shit. Your mom's out there in Cuerada with naked pictures with other viejas. Don't give me that, your mom. You know up there in the... It's just like Kim Kardashian, bro. It's like history runs by. Like right now, 100 years later, you're hearing, oh, you know, that, uh, you know, Kanye West's son or his great... He was a great grandpa from this their bloodline later on. Like, say it's into the future. Yeah, my dad was Kanye West and my mom's Kim Kardashian. And there's all these pictures of her naked. That's how famous she was. She was all Korean. That's, yeah, that's how rich up. you got. If you're there that rich already, like Kanye West, and I'm not saying that's big money. Yeah. He's not big money yet. He's not. He's bottom, but still. Say he he leads a corporation that keeps growing and growing and growing. And, you know, that's how they start this stuff. And that's how it's where we're at now. It's from the beginning of yeah. times, bro. You know, it's a lot of that money is in. You can marry into it if they would allow you because yeah. you make success for you or you're into that game. Just like Kardashian, the Kardashians are in it now. If they keep their corporation running right, that's what he was talking about. What am I going to leave my kids? Or what is he saying about my legacy? You know, what he's saying about his kids? Okay. The money, they're trying to close them out. Like with Nike, when he was complaining about, you know, Nike, they don't want to give him his percentage. You know, he's like, I got to protect oh, yeah, my yeah, kids. Yeah. I got to protect their future. That's what he's talking protect about. Protect his investment, yeah. That's what Kanye was saying. That's why they were saying he was going his crazy. His investment, his legacy. Nobody gets it, what he was really saying, but if you look into that, what he's mm-hmm. saying, boy, he's talking some big thing. He's leaving him shit in history, like their mark, their money, their wealth, their protection yeah, to survive yeah. as a family, their name, their legacy. Because honestly, look, 
when shit hits the ceiling, if you're poor, if it's me and you, we're gone. Those people that got those, like Kanye West, more likely, they can move out of the country, do this. If war was to hit here, how the fuck are you going to move out of where? How cost is going to create expensive? Only the places that cost a lot of money to live are going to have peace if shit hits the ceiling anywhere. And you get, or you're smart and you know, and you see what's happening. Yeah. But you or you want to be that nationalist guy saying, I'm willing to fight for this and blow their brains out for this flag because he took a knee. Because there's a group of people that think like that and hate like that. Oh, I'll fuck them up. I'll beat them up. They're willing to go to war for that shit. So you're going to have those people that do that and stay and fight. Or if you don't have the means and plenty or nothing, you're just caught up in the middle of it. Because those who are rich, like you see in Syria, they don't got money to get the fuck out. They fly out, take off. Mm-hmm. Those don't got money, migrate like immigrants. We're going to different countries like cockroaches. And they're humans, bro. They're caught up in this shit. Because they didn't know the story. They didn't have the money. They do know the story. They just don't know how to fucking pay that. And just like me, something was trip was like, where are you going to go? Especially war Mexico. Or with Canada. You have enough idea to take the fuck out, your whole family, get the hell out. Quick, go to a different country and set up home and everything. House, everything, they're going to take you in. Like that, say shit was to break down. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to fly to? How are you going to set up your family? Who you, how are you going to do it? Are you going to get stuck here? Yeah. Each one for his own. We're leaving Steve by. Each their own, yeah. You think the credit card comes in and we're going to be giving you credit? The banks, when they shut that shit down, they control That's you. 